everybody, this is Jamie Bahamas with 305 Sports, and I'm here today again, once again, with Mike Yarrow and Anthony Yarrow of 305 Sports, and we have another th episode of 305 Talks for you today, and it's another good topic. Um, the whole internet, you know, pretty much broke yesterday afternoon when we finally found out where Cam Newton's going to be playing in 2020, if there's a 2020 season. I think there will be. But Cam Newton signed to be the replacement for Tom Brady on the New England Patriots. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So today we're going to be talking about with Cam Newton being in the AFC East as the quarterback for the New England Patriots means for the Miami Dolphins. So, guys, this whole offseason, you know, since Brady left, we've been hearing about Jared Stidham. And Stidham's going to be the guy. Belichick has answered that question tons of times and said, we're going with Stid. Stid is what he called him, right? So now it makes me think, right? I was, you know, looking at it that even before Brady, when Brady was deciding if he's going to stay or go, in my mind, I, I looked at it as like, you know, I don't mind if Brady stays. You know, he's 42 years old when the season starts. This might actually be the end. The Dolphins did, you know, get the best of Brady the last time they were on the field. So I was looking forward to Brady staying. And then when he left, when it was Stidham, I was really excited because like, yeah, the advantage Dolphins, especially from the quarterback standpoint, the offense wasn't that excited, exciting. But now you bring in the former MVP, Cam Newton. I know he's been injured last year and now he's the guy. So I want to start this question out with you, to you guys, right? Um, Anthony, I'm going to come to you first, right? What option of those three quarterbacks you think would have been the most difficult for the Miami Dolphins? The 42-year-old Brady, 31-year-old Cam Newton, or Jared Stidham? So I think 100% Brady. I mean, Brady's been lighting up the Dolphins for two decades. And yeah, he may have underperformed week 17, but he did throw for two touchdowns in a 43-0 win last year. Um, Brady, yeah, he's 42. heading. He's definitely not in the prime of his career anymore, but he can definitely play. In terms of Cam, uh, Cam would also give the Dolphins a rough match. He's only played them twice, and he lit them up one time on a Monday night prime time. But uh, I, I, I remember think... that game. I he was pretty much unstoppable. I think he was the. Yeah. Main, I think he rushed for a touchdown. It was crazy. Ninety-five rushing yards for a touchdown. Yeah. So I mean, it's just hard for me to go with a guy that's getting situated on a new team, other than, in my opinion, the goat. So. I think Brady Brady still gives the the Dolphins the the biggest run for their money. Okay, so I guess it's a good thing he's no longer. I think it's a good thing he's no longer there. Then, Mike, what are your thoughts on that? So I think it's Cam Newton. Uh, just based on Miami's rush defense the last last season, twenty seventh worst in the league, one hundred thirty five point four rushing yards a game. Miami doesn't have good experience against a rushing quarterback like Lamar Jackson. They lost forty three zip. The Cowboys thirty one six. And the Bills, Josh Allen, he can run the ball too. And they've lost, they lost both of their meetings. So I just think it's going to be based off uh, a new defense. It's a new defense against a quarterback with a new team. But Cam Newton has experience like no other quarterback. And I think it's gonna, that's going to be the most difficult. You know what? I tend to agree with you for one aspect. Not so much that it's Cam. Yeah, well, it's Cam. But... Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots are always so dangerous. And I remember Bill Belichick saying one time that he can build an offense around he, – like he said, Brady was in his offense. He said they changed the offense to support Brady, right? And he says if they have to build the offense to support another quarterback, they will. So I just imagine, you know, Cam Newton has, you know, so many physical gifts and skills that Tom Brady did not have. And if they were to 
shape that offense around him. An offense that was struggling coming down to the end of the last season, that could really reignite them and change things in the AFC East. But we'll see. All right, so, you know, Mike, you said Cam Newton is your guy. You think that's a little bit more – you think that's going to be a tougher matchup for the Miami Dolphins. One of the reasons Cam Newton didn't have a job for so long, he was the last major domino of the quarterbacks to sign, was mainly because of his injury history. You know, the last season, he didn't get to finish the season, didn't play well in the last few times he actually suited up, and it was all because of injuries. All right, this is the first time we're going to see him in a while. Do you think he stays healthy this season? No, um, that's something that we can't really answer. Um, he's had a long, a long list of, of injuries throughout the last couple of years, but I think he'll stay healthy. Um, I think he's, he's capable of staying as a – not an MVP-type quarterback, but a solid quarterback that could fit under Bill Belichick, as every other quarterback has. Anthony, you agree? I agree as well. Um, one thing we can't predict is injuries. And uh, I know Newton has stayed really durable throughout his career for his play style. I mean, you can't predict football injuries, but for those saying that he's washed, I mean, I have to disagree. You know, I've seen it all around social media. Oh, the AFC East is the same. Oh, they got worse. The Patriots got worse, adding a mobile quarterback. But I, I tend to disagree. I mean, uh, towards the end of the last two seasons, you know, he's hurt his shoulder and feet. And with the quarterback, two most essential parts of your body are the shoulder and your feet. He's had enough time to recover. He looks good in the workout videos, which is, which is, I'm sure, Bill Belichick and the staff have seen, and that probably convinced him, yeah, I think we should take a chance on this guy, former MVP. Okay. So, Anthony, you're saying he's the former MVP. He looks good. Can't predict the injuries. You think he can pull it off. All right, then what does his stat line look like at the end of the season? Is this going to be an MVP type year for Cam Newton? So Cam's recorded at least 3,000 passing yards and 300 rushing yards every year for, since 2011 to 2018, right? Um, I think he's an upgrade from Brady, in my opinion, if he's healthy. Brady, Brady had an 88 passing rating last season. In the first 11 games of 2018 last year, Newton had a 103.7 passing rating. I mean, Brady was pretty pedestrian last year. And that goes to show, yeah, the Patriots had a bad receiving core. They had an injured offensive line, injured tight ends, no tight end, right? But with Cam, I think he brings something that the Patriots have never seen before, or at least in the past couple decades. Because even before Brady, they didn't have a mobile quarterback. But with a mobile quarterback, I think they get to rework the offense. And you can't ever underestimate Bill Belichick uh, in terms of Cam's stat line, once again, from uh, from 2011 to 2018, 3,000 passing yards at least, 300 rushing yards. So I expect to see somewhat the same. Mm, Mikey says Cam's going to be fire, man. I don't know. You agree? I agree with him. You know, prior to last season, 3,000 passing yards every year, 20-plus touchdowns. He did have a couple of double-digit interception seasons, but... I feel like the Patriots' defense, led by Stephon Gilmore, can could help could help uh, recuperate that. I think Cam Newton is built for a great season, not an MVP season, but a solid season. Okay, so I get the trend here. So Patriots, based on what you guys are saying, they got a quarterback. They got a starting quarterback. Sounds like they have one of the you know top five, top ten quarterbacks based on your opinion in the league. So now then I have to ask, let's switch it back to our boys, the Miami Dolphins. Um, Anthony, I'll stay with you here. Where do you have the Miami Dolphins finishing in the AFC East 
before Cam signed? Where did you have them finishing and where do you have them finishing now? So coming into the season, um, you know, the Patriots, it was hard to give them an estimate with a second-year pro. So I, I thought the Dolphins would have gotten the edge over the Patriots, given that Jared Stidham hadn't impressed in his short-lived first season, right? I still think the Jets aren't a threat. I think the Dolphins can get the best out of the two games. I had the Dolphins finishing anywhere from second to third. But now they bring in Cam Newton. I think for now, the Patriots are my clear-cut favorite for the AFC East over the Bills. And you got Dolphins fans throwing things at their phone right now. <laughs> yeah. Once again, I mean, it, it all depends on health at the end of the day. But the Patriots, they've been dominating for two decades. They, they don't lose the AFC East. It seems like Belichick has the AFC East on a string. And it, it all kind of depended on quarterback play, at least. And now they have a real quarterback oh, rather than man. gambling with a rookie. Oh, man. Hey, Mike, are you going to double down and stay in sync with your brother on this one? Yeah, so I had the Dolphins at a 10-6 and six to 9-7 range before Cam Newton signed. And uh, my opinion stays the same. I think the Bills are going to be the, the, the front runners for the AFC East. I think it'll be a, a battle between both of them, Miami and the Bills to, to take the division. But now I think the addition of Cam Newton is going to make it a three-team three team battle. So I think at the end of the day, I think the Bills will take the division. But I think Miami and the Patriots can, are going to both end up fighting for a, a wild card spot. Okay, I got a toss-up for you guys. Anyone can take this question. Um, considering what you guys just said, the Patriots were 5-1. and one in the division last year. They lost one game in the division and that was the Miami Dolphins. So that puts them clear ahead of everybody, right? From what I've heard in this, with, uh, you know, talking with you guys right now, the Patriots, the, one of the biggest weaknesses, their biggest loss, sounds like they recuperated that loss, right? So how far off did they fall from the five and one or are we looking at them being just as dominant this year? I, um, so, once again, the, the Dolphins did wipe out the, play, the Patriots from a bye week in the playoffs. I mean, the Patriots are still a dominant team. Yeah, they lost a couple of defenders to Miami, right? But they have a much better O-line, at least health, right? Receivers get older. I mean, I, I still think they're a dominant group. And I know I'm going to get hated by Dolphins fans, but at the end of the day, the numbers don't lie, and the, and the Patriots have been winning for an eternity since I've been alive. So, Mike, you want to touch that? Yeah, uh, you know, Patriots for the last decade have been the, the champions of the AFC East. They've been the, the top dogs. But I don't see that anymore. It's not because the departure of Tom Brady. I just think it's because the way the Bills have, have developed a team led by Josh Allen. I think the Bills are, are, are going to capture the AFC East this year. But I see the Patriots losing two games instead of one this year. I see one to Miami in the, their second meeting of the season and one to Buffalo. Okay, so let's follow up on that. You said they're going to lose one to Miami. They play week one. So is that the one that they lose, or does New England take, does New England take that game? Season over? No, I, I see. You know, it's still too early to tell. It's going to be based on health and, and uh, how much experience the team can get together uh, because of COVID. But I see the Patriots just having the upper edge as of now with the addition of, of Cam Newton. Okay, Anthony, what's your pick for week one? Dolphins-Patriots. You know, I, uh, beforehand, obviously with State, I had the Dolphins taking the edge. I think they were they were gonna go with Fitz at the time, and then they would they would have ran through the Patriots 
but now with with Newton on board, I think it just gives all the hype around the name, all the all the hype. You know, I think it gives New England a big favorite. Okay. This so now um, I'm gonna save you a little bit because I'm sure the fans are really gonna hate you after they hear this podcast. Uh, well, the Dolphins fans, well, Patriots fans, you might actually get a new fan base out there. Um, here's what I'm thinking, right? So Cam Newton's an exciting player, man. You could see the videos when he's mic'd up; it's amazing, right? Cam Newton, Superman when he scores the touchdown, rips it, he shows you it. Now we have the Dolphins have Tua Man, our version of Superman, right? Both wear that number one. Both are cool. Both make headlines. Are you more excited now? Are you more eager to see Tua hit the field week one so we can see uh, Tua-led Miami Dolphins against a Cam Newton-led Miami Dolphins? Mike, I'll come to you first. Yeah, so you talk about Tua man and Superman, but uh, I think people are forgetting Fitzmagic. <laughs> you know, I, that's, my, that's the guy I'm most comfortable with week one. You know, it's we're still we're so close to the season and still haven't been able to they still haven't been able to to open up facilities completely as as a normal normal season so i feel like Tua will obviously have to get more experience and i i'm more comfortable with Fitzmagic and i think Fitzmagic can definitely make it happen you know week 1 if if you're giving me a million dollars i'm going to have to bet it on the patriots right now but i still believe that Fitzmagic could definitely pull off a week 1 victory Awesome. Awesome. So, Anthony, what do you think? Are you excited to see one versus one or you want Fitzmagic too? No, I agree with Michael with what Michael said. I mean, we're heading into July and still nobody's met up. You know, I still think two is the best quarterback on that team. And if if it wasn't for this ongoing situation, I think he would have won out the, the whole spot. But now that preseason looks that we're not getting week one of preseason, the whole nine yards, you know, if I had to predict right now, I think Fitz is in there. I'm still excited to see Tua, though. But Fitz comes in there, he, he can give the Dolphins a chance. But okay. I still have the Patriots winning that. All right. So, Anthony, I'm going to give you a final thought, something I want to leave you with and have you leave us with. All right. So, based on what I'm hearing, uh, you know, the AFCs just got, became a little bit more difficult. Cam Newton's in there. Um, Patriots are a little bit more dangerous. I would say on the bright side, Cam Newton only signed a one-year incentive deal. So pretty much it's one and done, you know, prove it. If you, you know, don't do well, you're gone. If you do well, now it's time to get paid. So you, from, you know, you already anticipated him playing well. So does that mean that he gets a long-term deal with the New England Patriots after the season and remains in the AFC East to terrorize the Dolphins for many years to come? Anthony, what do you think? So I think Cam came in there, obviously, he got paid basically nothing. The Patriots hold a league low of $651,000 in cap space, right? So from the looks of it, they can't pay Cam Newton, right? But he's in here to prove himself, prove the haters wrong, and go and leave with a bag, right? So, I mean, it'll come to the end of the day with what moves the Patriots make. If they're happy with Cam Newton, only time will tell. All right, Mike, what's your final thought? Is Cam Newton in the AFC East to stay? You know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to have to depend on how, he, how the season results. You know, is the playoff, the wild card appearance uh, worth it for Bill Belichick? Or does he want to see a quarterback that can do more? So, you know, there's a draft class coming up with Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields. It's a stacked QB class. Uh, 
it's, it's just depending on his performance, you know. I personally don't believe he'll be back with the New England Patriots. I think he'll, be, he'll find himself back in the NFC or somewhere else eventually. I see him, I see, like I said to my brother before this, you know, I, I see him being like a Derrick Rose story. You know, he'll never get back to his original shape, but he'll always stick in the league. He'll somehow, and based on his performances, I think he'll, he'll stick in the league for years to come. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. I, I, I completely agree with I you. I agree though. with that, too. I completely I agree, agree with, with you. I just think a Derrick Rose story, you know, Derrick Rose is still a starter in the league. And I think Cam Newton still maintained – he's still a starter in the league. And just like last season, you know, Brady was pretty all right. And then you bring in a quarterback, it's less of a risk with Stidham, with Stidham right? Stidham, second-year pro. It's more of a gamble. But you bring in a guy who's proven he's good, former MVP, 31 years old. You know, a lot of quarterbacks enter their prime at 31. You know, it's less of a gamble. The Patriots have proved to be successful, and they, they have all the troops. Yeah, yeah, definitely agree. Awesome closing thoughts, guys. So I just want to remind everybody out there, you know, if you love this type of content, you know, in-depth news, stories, nice twist on all things Miami, including the Miami Dolphins, be sure to follow us on all platforms. That's Instagram at 305 Sports with an S at the end. On Facebook at 305 Sports and on Twitter at 305 Sports. Again, I, I'm Jamie Bahamas and I'm here with Mike Yarrow and Anthony Yarrow, and this has been another 305 Talks.